Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome one and all to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. No Defoe, just Luby here today. Lucky, honored, privileged to be speaking with this uh, lovely lady. Big fan of hers, uh, 90s, 2000s, and today, it sounds like a hit station. She is full of hits. The one and only Brooke Burns joins us today on After Hours. How you doing, Brooke? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I am doing well. So those of you who know Brooke uh, from a lot of hit TV shows, she's been a host on Game Show Network for years now. Uh, and her show, season three, January 9th of Game Show Network's Masterminds. Season three is this Wednesday, 6 p.m. What can we look forward to from Masterminds this season, Brooke? Well, we are very excited to welcome Mark Labette, a.k.a. The Beast, from a show that we did together called The Chase on GSN. He's um, from the U.K., and he's joining us now as one of our masterminds, um, as you said, on GSN weekdays at 6 p.m. We're really excited to be back together again. It's a bit of a reunion for us. So, Brooke, uh, you're part of Ally McBeal, Baywatch, Melrose Place, and uh, a bunch of hit uh, game shows now with GSN for years now. How was that switch going from being on uh, different uh, drama sitcoms to be on uh, game shows and be a host and be Emmy nominated time and time again as a game show host? Thank you. Um, the transition was not too difficult. It's still, you know, an aspect of performing. The thing that I like, actually, um, the thing that I prefer about hosting over acting is that, you know, you really get to engage as yourself and, and with the contestants and, you know, you're, you're with real people in real time. And um, I enjoy that. I'm a genuinely curious person. And uh, turns out it's really fun to give away other people's money. <laughs> so so we, do you patent you, your style after anyone? We've had great game shows, both male and female hosts over the years. Is there someone you looked up to growing up? Is there a game show that you grew up loving? Good question. Um, I did grow up watching game shows. I loved The Price is Right. I loved Jeopardy. The Price is Right. I would have loved to have been a contestant mm. on Jeopardy, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right with you. Um, exactly. But, um, you know, I think that I watched a, um, a documentary about Alex Trebek, and I was so uh, had so much admiration for the amount of work, um, his work ethic that he put into the job. And, you know, that's something that I definitely try and emulate. I think that the more work you do ahead of time, the less work you have to do on stage and the more fun that you can have. And so hopefully that comes across because once you've, you know, done all of the work, then you can get out there and just have a good time. And as I said before, just really connect with the people. And I think that camera tells all. So, you know, if we're having fun on that stage, then the audience is having fun. And that's what makes them want to come back time and time again. Brooke Burns, season three of Masterminds on GSN kickstarts January 9th, this Wednesday, and it is weekdays at 6 p.m. How is it to do something that, uh, look, Alan McBeal, a, a legendary show, Melrose Place plays, plays, plays well, is once a week, to something that's daily, every single day you're doing, doing that. Uh, how does that work, and how is it to do that as opposed to doing a series? Sure. 
So the schedules are very different when you're shooting um, a television series, like a drama or a dramedy. You know, you can shoot one episode over eight days for up to nine months. So, you know, that job takes you pretty much, um, you know, over the course of a full year. For game shows, it's very interesting and, and wonderful as a mom because we shoot six shows a day. Nice. And we shoot for about a month. Okay. So once we have, you know, knocked off our uh, five-episode season, you know, I'm, I have a lot of free time to either pursue other work or, you know, get to be with my family and, and really get to be that present mom that's important to me. So that's one of the reasons that I shifted from acting into hosting. And, uh, and it's worked out pretty well so far. Well, and we still see you doing stuff with Hallmark and Lifetime, Gourmet Detectives Act, an interesting show. My, my wife is a huge Hallmark Lifetime fan. Do you sit there and just bundle up and watch the Christmas stuff every year? Because literally, I, from Thanksgiving on, it's Christmas season in my home, and Hallmark Lifetime does not leave the television. <laughs> That's wonderful to hear. Please thank your wife for me. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's funny. When you, when you shoot the shows, going back and watching them again and again doesn't feel the same. So okay. I don't like to go back and watch my own. Um, but I do love the, the family aspect of being able to sit down and put the Hallmark Channel on and, and have the whole family around, whether it's your kids or your grandparents. And I think that's definitely the appeal, as you just said, especially around the holidays. It's, it's nice to have that on. So it definitely gets you into the spirit, whether it's July or December. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, we watch it year-round, to be brutally honest. Uh, so Alan McBeal was a tremendous show, and I felt like it had hit written all over it. Melrose Place as well. Uh, Baywatch was one that sort of became a phenomenon. Like Baywatch, and I get it, sex sells, quote-unquote, but it, it became more than that. Baywatch, it wasn't just men. and it was. I remember for years, it was like Baywatch was just there. And I, and I looked the other day, and it was on for a, a lot longer than I even realized. Did you all know that it would become what it became, and what sustain the way that it sustained. You know, I, I still think that people are in awe of, you know, I mean, in Belgium at one point, it was 35% of all airtime. <laughs> 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 it's just like these incredible stats, and you're right, over, you know, it almost feels like just generations of, of uh, Baywatch viewers and actors. So I was, definitely fortunate to be a part of it i always say to people whether you loved it or you hated it you know about it yep. and you know to your point it was just this worldwide phenomenon so you know it's, it's definitely fun to be part of that sort of they watch lore if you will all right so we have a mastermind this wednesday what else can we look to see from his Brooke burns or you, you look it feels like you've settled into the host role and you're doing a heck of a job is there anything else uh, on the fire for uh brooke Thank you. I have, well, we've got two girls in college now. Oh, wow. And one almost six-year-old. So I started over again. So <laughs> when I'm not uh, working or, or doing press, that's, that's where you'll find me. I always say that my other job should have been a preschool teacher. I love uh, home art projects and that sort of thing. So I'm doing a lot of volunteering at the school and with different um, you know charities that I'm involved with, like Life Rolls On and um, for spinal cord injury and uh, trying to keep that work-life balance. Well, my wife's big into that, and I commend you on having a really sustained, long, successful career and uh, making sure life and work balance. And you'll see a lot of that on Masterminds, GSN's Masterminds, this season three, January 9th. 
January 9th, this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Brooke, appreciate it. And, uh, good luck. And uh, hopefully we got to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, check out the new season. All righty. That was Miss Brooke Burns. Uh, <laughs> I love Baywatch, obviously. I was young and then a teenage man. So uh, that show was great. And look, that's what Baywatch did. It wasn't just because a lot of those shows, 80s, 90s, were like just for dudes, right? Baywatch like, no, we're going to make this for everyone. Whether you're into women, they had women. You're into men, they had men. Uh, you're into everyone, they had everyone. And it, 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 <laughs> it could be cheesy at times, I guess, but it was big, and it wasn't, and that's the thing, it wasn't just big in America, it was actually bigger worldwide, like David Hasselhoff as a musician, and it's not like his music was amazing, uh, was huge in Germany, and was huge around the world, so Ally McBeal was a great show, with a great cast, and really well written, you could see that being big, Melrose Place was, a, I enjoyed, I don't know how great of a show it was, I liked Melrose Place, Baywatch was one that it was like, yeah, there's a lot of nudity, not new. There's a lot of skin, so it, it could be popular for a little bit. It was popular for like years. <laughs> like I, I, the other day, some trivia thing popped up, and they had something about Baywatch, and it was on for like seventeen. Like I, it was on for like teens. Like that show. That show was on a long time. So and Brooke Burns was there. I think in I don't know if at the beginning, but early enough where like it wasn't huge yet, and it was big for a long time. And even when you stopped watching, you knew it was on. So you could say, look, it was all about sex sells. Yeah, it was. But a lot of the sex sells shows last a year or two. That lasted like 10 to 15 years, maybe longer. So good for her for being involved in that and owning it. And also realizing, look, this is demanding. Let me find something. And she's, look, she's been on, Joe said, NBC's Doggy Dog, ABC's You Deceive It. Uh, and been with Game Show Network, GSN, for a long time now. And she's been Emmy-nominated a lot. And there's a lot of game shows. So it's not like, you know, to get Emmy-nominated, they just throw that around. Like, she's really good at what she does. She made a decision. I give her a lot of credit. And that's something not all of us are able to do is realize, look, this is where my path is. I'm enjoying doing this. I want to still have my family, too. And I give her a lot of credit. Brooke Burns, check out Masterminds and GSN this Wednesday, January 9th at 6 p.m. And each and every day at 6 p.m. Appreciate her time. Appreciate you for checking us out. Yes, NBA NFL playoffs are underway. Super wildcard weekend. Uh, not as chalky as I thought it was when you talk about the spread. but And the games weren't all great, but there was actually some really good action. And Black Monday happened, and some coaches actually feel like they should still be fired, and Todd Bowles and Brandon Staley, but they're not. And people are questioning Mike McDaniel, some of his decisions, but about the Miami Dolphins should have been annihilated in that game versus the Buffalo Bills, and the fact that they had a chance to win multiple times in the second half, had a lead in the second half. It's pretty impressive for a Dolphins team that was on their third-string quarterback, missing two offensive linemen, missing half their secondary, uh, missing their starting or backup running back, depending on what you call Raheem Mostert. They had a lot of it with a rookie first-year coach. The Bills have been on the Super Bowl trek all year long, and the Dolphins almost got in their way. It was an interesting uh, open opening weekend, and we will see uh, what the future is for the playoffs. We'll see what the future is for Tom Brady. I mean, the Bucks are not good. And, it, yeah, they got in the playoffs because the NFC was really <laughs> top-weighted, so they got there. But they were hurt. And the Cowboys were struggling down the stretch, and they pummeled the Bucks. So it feels like Brady won't be back there. But I, to me, it's, he's 45, turning 46. Like, so he's going to go somewhere else again? Oh, the Vegas. He wants to be on the West Coast. The Vegas has a lot of talent. Yeah, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't Derek Carr's fault 
why the Vegas Raiders weren't good. But I just, to me, the Brady thing, he's done, and it's over. And he had good stats, but when you watch him this year, outside of the end of games, because he was able to put it together, he wasn't good, and they weren't good. And I think that's what you're going to see wherever he goes. So we'll see. Uh, an interesting wild card, super wild card weekend. Looking forward to the divisional playoffs. The NBA is rolling along. We will talk all about that. If you want to check us out in the morning, 7 to 9, the Defoe Show with Luby on South Florida Live. We also do some stuff with the Five Reasons Sports Network down here in South Florida. And weekly here, our national stuff on After Hours with Defoe and Luby here on the Believe Network. Whether you're a Dolphins fan and your team played better than you thought they would, you're a Chargers fan and your coach is horrendous and you give up a 27-point lead, the third biggest deficit overcame in a playoff game, whatever your sports teams are doing, don't forget, you got to believe. Hey folks, Tony Segretto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do, from the doctors to the nurses to the therapists, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion, unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled, caring people, there is truly only one place, and that one place is Catholic Health Services. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.